Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new week of the Victory Point uh, Bible Reading Podcast. My name is Tom, Tom Jostra, and my guest this week is Marge Niebuhr. So welcome, Marge. Hi, Hi. thank you. Oh, of course. Uh, just thank you, actually, for being willing to do this with me all week long. So I appreciate that. Um, so here we are the day after Father's Day, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I know your father's no longer living. Okay, My dad is still living, but... Um, how old would your dad have been now? Do you know? Yeah. If he was still living? He'd have his birthday on June 18, and okay. he'd be 107. Oh, my goodness, yeah. 107. Do you have any cool memories of your dad? Well, he was he was really funny. Okay. Yeah, he was like to be a prankster. Okay. Um, I was only 17 when he died. Oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, that cancer is pretty curable that he had okay. lymphoma. Sure. But yeah, that was, um, we went camping a few times. Those yeah. are good memories. So cool I had. memories. He loved yeah. walking in the woods. Okay. Yep. And my dad is still living. He's 85, so lives out in New Jersey. And what I remember from him is just, um, yeah, he was a spiritual man. He, he, he had a, he had a, um, still does have a, um, oh, a concern for the lost, you know? Nice. And he just, yeah. that, he has a burden for the lost. That probably is a better way to say it. And, um, so I got I, I so I, I got a little bit of that from him. Um, he, he he jokes, okay, dad jokey type. Like mm -hmm. like instead of going like shopping at Old Navy, he would say, "Oh, New Army, we're going oh. shopping at New Army today." You know, just like twisting words. You know, mm -hmm. instead of eating at Applebee's, he would say, "Hey, I think we need to go to Banana Seas tonight." Oh, you know that that type sorry, of thing. Funny dry humor. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So happy Father's Day uh, yesterday to the to the dads who are listening here today. And um, so, Marge, I don't know if everybody here at church or who are listening today knows who you are. So could you introduce yourself a little bit and let um, us yeah. know who you are? Marjorie Niebuhr is my name, um, and I'm married to Terry for, it'll be 23 years this month. Um, let's see. You have, I have kids, two, right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three children, and they're all married, and two stepchildren, Terry's, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. and a total of nine grandchildren. Nine grandkids. Yeah. Is that between the two of you, so right? That is between the two of us. Yeah. And yeah, we just, we feel blessed. Um, it's It's been good. Yeah, there's some hard times, sure, but. Sure. Um, now, you're yeah. recently retired, right? Yeah, I was going to say that. I'm, I retired two years ago. From? Herman Miller. Yeah. Worked there 43 years. Oh, my. I know, since I was 18. Oh. Um, crazy. Yeah. So what did you do there? But Well, I did a lot of different things, but I ended um, doing customer service. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. I, I really liked it, but Terry's a little bit older, so he was already retired. So mm. when they offered a, a nice little package. Package yeah, deal. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm out of here. Very so. cool. Yeah. Very good. So, so, so when I say recently retired, or when you say recently retired, how, like, how recent? Oh, it was it. It was two years ago. Oh, two years ago May. already. Yeah, oh, I know that okay. went fast. Wow. I know. Wow. Yep. Okay. 
Well, cool. And I know you guys have a have a cottage up north, right? Mm -hmm. On what lake again? It's on Long Lake, but Long it's, lake. it's an association. We're not right on the water. Okay, okay. It's, but it's a nice getaway. But it's cute. It's more like a cabin okay. looking. Yeah. But just so fun to get away, right? In the summertime? Yeah. Yes, we have a whole new group of friends that hang out with. Oh, over, nice. That we hang out with over oh, there. Oh, very and, cool. Yeah, it's fun. We try to be here every other weekend or be okay. there every, yeah, so okay. that we don't miss too much yeah. of the weekends. But. Well, thanks for carving out time from your retired know, so living busy. and <laughs> <laughs> from your kids and grandkids and being willing to like do the podcast with me this week. But before we dive into the podcast though, in honor of Father's Day, and I, and I already gave Marge a heads up that this was happening, but in honor of Father's Day, I just have to this week, just do some dad jokes right? Because dads are really good at doing like stupid dad jokes. And so, so I have a couple here. So here are today's. So Marge, did you hear about the restaurant that was on the moon? No, I didn't. Mm, yeah. I heard the food was good, but it really had no atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. Oh boy. Yeah, I know. They're all going to be like that. They, they are. Yeah, they're That's all okay. going to be eye rollers. Okay. Did you hear that when um, Dwight um, did you hear that Dwight actually sued an airline company after it lost his luggage? Did you hear that? No, I didn't. No, sadly, he lost his case. <laughs> yeah, sheesh is right. <laughs> did you make these up? No, I did. I, I looked them up. I looked All them right. up. So I can't take credit for these, but I, I, I just love to. I wish people could see your face when I give the punchline of these things. Because <laughs> I think it's so funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and finally, um, uh, did you hear that I'm reading a book about anti-gravity? No, Tom. Oh, yeah. It's impossible to put down. <laughs> anyway. That's a pretty good one. You like, like that, that one? one. Like, was yeah. that the best of that the three? That was the best one. Okay. Yeah. So that's, I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. It's impossible to put down. It was Marge's favorite for this day. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you listeners for indulging me. And um, let's, let's do what we're really here for, which is diving into God's word. And today we're looking at 2 Kings verses 2 sorry, chapter two, and we're going to look at the first two verses and then skip a couple and then go to uh, verses six through 14. Um, we're looking at, um, in my Bible, it's called Elijah being taken up to heaven. And so I'll read that. Um, and I, I'm reading for the New International Version. Do you have the same version of the Bible? NIV. In front of, okay, NIV. NIV, yep, New International. And so um, I'll read it through and then I'll throw it over to Marge um, and she'll kind of talk a little bit about something that stood out to her. And we'll just kind of have a conversation together about 2 Kings chapter 2. So let's start here with verse 1. When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, stay here. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elijah said, surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. And so they went down to Bethel. And skipping to verse 6. Then Elijah said to him, stay here. The Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he replied, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. And so the two of them walked on. Fifty men from the company of the prophets went and stood at a distance, facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me, what can I do for you before I am taken from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. Hmm, you have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said. Yet if you see me when I am taken from you, it will be yours. Otherwise, it will not. 
As they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them, and Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots of ho and horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his garment and tore it in two. Elisha then picked up Elijah's cloak that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. He took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and struck the water with it. Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left, and he crossed over. All right, Marge, so what's something that, uh, that jumped out at you? Well, the very first thing is Elijah didn't have to die. True. I mean, how cool is that? I know. <laughs> Just to get taken up. And and why are these two names so similar? That's <laughs> Elijah, a lot of Elisha. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always like, J comes before S. And that's All right. I okay. It, that's but, good. That's good. Um, and then even, um, what was there here? Where he, Elijah, struck the water with the cloak. Yes. Boy, those cloaks, they talk about them more often, I notice, in the Bible. Like they do. Really important. Yes. Because um, in verse 8, it says, yeah, Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it, and that's what made the water yeah. divide. Imagine that miracle. I know. I mean, it's just written like, and the water's divided, and they went across, <laughs> you know, like it was <laughs> an everyday occurrence I know. I know. But that's... That's pretty cool. But and, and I kind of I kind of noted that too. But it's not like it's not like it, this cloak is magic. No, I mean it's like the, the, this but magical cloak. We should you know? never give the cloak the credit. Right, you know? right. Yeah. But I, but I think that cloak is because again, doesn't it fall off of Elijah, right when he gets when he taken up to up, heaven? Yeah. And Elisha yeah. picks it up uh, after he tears his tears his own cloak in two. Mm -hmm. Right, he picks it up and he puts it on himself. And I, I just think that's I think obviously it's got to be symbolic. Kind of right. I think so too. Yeah. It's and, like, okay, the Lord's power kind of, you know, was on Elijah, mm -hmm. you know, and he was sort of like the main prophet of, at that time. And then Elisha picks up that cloak, right, puts it on himself sort of, sort of as a symbol, like, okay, now now you're the main dude, right? Now you're the main and, prophet. And that Elisha asked for double the amount of Elijah's spirit. Yes. Which the notes say... Um, uh, God no, knew Elisha's motives were pure in that he wanted to do more for God's kingdom right. than even Elijah did. Right. I mean, that's a huge thing to ask for, obviously, because See, yeah, go ahead. Elijah's, yeah, what he did all of his life right. for the kingdom. Yeah. Because I, I had underlined that and, I, and said, what does this mean? Like a double portion of your spirit? I had underlined that. And then, mm -hmm. then one of my footnotes said... Um, that typically the oldest son back in like Jewish culture, back in Hebrew culture, usually it was that oldest son that would get like double the portion of dad's property, like double the inheritance oh, yeah. kind of, That's right. you know? And so, so it's kind of referring to that. Hey, let me as your spiritual son kind of in, inherit a double portion of not your property, but of your spirit. And like you said, right. That the, the power or the, um, I want to do double the things that you did yeah. kind of. And right? I thought, that's pretty huge because, um, you know, Elijah may, maybe had really cool sandals and Elisha didn't even <laughs> ask for any of those material things. 
They just wanted to do more for God's right, kingdom. Right, right. That, that, that is very cool. Right, he didn't, he didn't like, yeah, yeah, true, he didn't ask for a physical thing. Or even for his cloak, but he got That's it. That's true, right. He just yep. fell off, right? He didn't ask right. for it. He just sort of like got it there. Um, hmm. But even the, you know, chariots of fire, I yeah. just can't imagine. I know. I wonder. Because how do you get taken up on something that's burning? Right. So obviously it must have looked like it was burning. Well, although, although Daniel, right, was in the light. I yeah. Mean, Daniel, yeah. Daniel and his friends are um, in the. Shadrach, Meshach, right, and Abednego. Right. We're in uh, the furnace, right? Yeah. And they, yeah. So they were burning, but they were You're burning right. up. So. I mean, saw a miracle. So right. Should, exactly. should look into that more. But, but I just wonder, what, yeah. what did that look Anything? like? That's you know, what I was trying to think yeah. of too. What would that sound like? That whirlwind. Yeah, you know? a whirlwind, and it looked like it separated them. So maybe it was just a glimpse, and then Elisha couldn't see it anymore. Right, I don't know. right, right. Whatever it was, it was fantastic. Right, know. it was wonderful. Super wonderful. cool, and uh, yeah, the main point was like he didn't have to die. He wasn't sick. Right on his deathbed, he just got taken up. Yeah, right. No sickness ahead of time. No cancer ahead of time, right? right? He just got taken up. Got taken up. One thing that um jumped out at me is um the word sent. Like like Elijah says, like, stay here, the Lord has sent me to Bethel. Then later on he says the same thing, kind of in verse six. Stay here, the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And I'm like, okay, what kind of a God do we have? We have a God who sends. Yeah. Right. He yeah. sends his people. He and sends he, us. And he's obedient. Right. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, he's a sender, right? Our Lord. And, and yeah. I'm like, well, how do you know? Like, like, how did how did Elijah know where he was being? Like, how did he know he was being sent to Bethel? How did he know he was being sent to the Jordan? Good question. But he had a very personal relationship well, with God. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I kind of came to too. Yeah. Right. He had a, he had a close relationship with them. Right. And I mean, if you don't have a close relationship you're not, with not God, you're not going to get that sense. You're not going to get that right. calling. Yeah, I agree. You know, um, and, I, and I think it's cool that, that he was sent. Um, I know um, recently we finished that B-L-E-S-S sermon series. Mm-hmm. You know, begin with prayer, listen, eat. Um, and that final S is like, tell the story. Right. Right. Tell the story. And I, I mean, Elijah, Elisha, what a story he has to tell. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyway, that's very cool. So listeners, we're kind of wrapping up here. Um, but as you go into your Monday, just remember um, that, that you're you're also sent. Right. Just like Elijah was sent. Um, you're sent to um, and just just be in tune. Just uh, I don't know. How do I want to say this? Um, or just stay in tuned with the father. Right. And I guess we do that by reading his word. Um, stay in tuned with um, him through prayer and. Um, He'll he'll let you know, right? He'll let he'll let you know. He'll let me know. He'll let Marge know, like what he what does he want us to do next, right? What does he want us to do for his kingdom next? And so, um, right. yeah. And so, hey, thanks for joining us on this Monday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.